This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker Spine and Orthopedic Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Cheryl Zapata, Chief Development Officer of Texas Back Institute. Cheryl, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm really excited for our discussion. I know you've been, you know, in the healthcare field and especially working with the surgeons at Texas Back for a while now. And so I'm looking forward to getting your perspective, um, you know, on the field and some of the biggest things that are going on today. But before we dive into the questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. So I am the Chief Development Officer of Texas Back Institute. I've actually been there for approximately 12 years. And I, before that, was a vendor to them and uh, for 17 years. So I have a pretty long history with Texas Back. Um, we have been getting really busy these last few years, and we've grown significantly. And um, we are actually adding six doctors and three new locations this year. So we've got a lot going on. Matt, congratulations on the growth. That's really, really exciting to hear. From your perspective, what are the top three trends that you're following in healthcare today? So we are noticing um, a lot of trends on the internet and digital marketing. And as you know, we're very involved in digital marketing. Uh, The first one I would mention is just that providers are really able now to compete in mainstream mainstream social media. Um, They are using tactics that are uh, very, you know, typically have only been used by retail. And um, it's really exciting to see because I think it really shows a lot of their personality and um, they're going... They're, using, they're looking for patients in a completely different way. Um, one of the really cool things is that they're not just putting technical information out anymore. Um, it used to be that a lot of medical providers would put information out that was based on conditions and treatments, and they kind of stuck to that, stuck to things that they felt like were very professional. And um, they're doing things that are a lot more fun now. They are, you know, talking about their employees, talking about their patients, um, allowing their patients to share, which is very interesting. Um, I know there was a time period when a lot of medical providers were really concerned about allowing patients to share back and forth, but uh, that's really opened up, especially in the last year or so. Some of the other trends that we're seeing are that uh, patients are more engaged in patient review sites. And I feel like this makes it even more important to give patients a place to have a voice. So, for example, patient surveys have become uh, very important to medical providers, um, giving the patients an opportunity to say what they want to say, but more importantly, giving the medical provider a chance to talk to that patient and maybe remedy whatever the situation was. Um, And on some of the uh, patient review sites, we're finding that facilities are communicating better with patients. Sometimes they're responding. Uh, One of the things that we do is that uh, we actually respond to everything that comes up on a patient review site, uh, whether it's positive or negative. And if it's negative, we always give my name and phone number and try to get that patient to call us so that we can talk to them and, and try to remedy whatever the situation was. And then the last thing I would say I'm seeing trending is that, um, and this one I really love, by the way, is that medical providers, are, medical providers are just becoming more savvy and comfortable creating photo, video, and voice content. And so, you know, there's so much content out there nowadays, 
And over this last year especially, we saw so much traffic on the Internet and huge increases in people who are listening listening to podcasting, people who are watching video content, that kind of thing. And so I am happy to see that the medical community is is joining into that and communicating with their audience in those ways. Got it. That's really fascinating to hear about. And so, um, you know, it's interesting that you kind of mentioning some of the different ways that physicians can um, put themselves out there, especially on social media and uh, marketing their practices and those kinds of things. I, I know at Texas Bag, that's something that you've been able to do quite effectively, but I'm wondering, you know, how or, or what kind of expertise do practices need in order to build a program or, or um, be able to have a, a solid social media presence? Wow, that's a great question. I get asked that a lot. Um, I feel like, for the most part, providers can participate, and we do have some providers who have their own social media as well, and they're able to manage that social media on them on their own. But if you really want to be able to compete, I think you need someone who can help you understand what keywords are really trending, help you understand uh, what markets you need to go after and why, and help you understand how to target your message correctly. Because um, there are definitely a lot of things that, uh, again, a provider can do in terms of taking video content or doing blogs or even taking photos. But um, but when it comes to getting to the right audience, that takes just a little higher level of um, understanding and time, frankly. Um, and physicians a lot of times don't have that kind of time. Got it. That definitely makes sense. I know physicians are often busy with their patients and have lots of other projects going on in addition to their personal lives. And so having somebody else that can assist there or really provide direction, I'm sure, is extremely helpful. So I know you mentioned um, earlier that obviously Texas Back is growing a ton, adding physicians, adding clinics. And uh, I'm wondering, you know, what is the best opportunity for continued growth over the next year or two? What trends are kind of driving that the ability of the practice to um, have this type of growth right now? So one of the things that we're real focused on right now is employer direct contracting. Uh, we have a lot of employers, large employers in this area, and they're seeking cost-effective solutions, so that's definitely something we're focused on. Another one is um, the DFW market has been very strong in terms of economy, and um, we're rapidly growing in response to the needs of our community. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier that we're actually adding six physicians this year, and so um, it has it has really been an exciting time here in DFW. Got it. Absolutely. And from your advantage, excuse me, from your vantage point as a chief development officer um, and bringing on these new physicians and developing the new clinics, you know, how do you keep everything um, straight and running on schedule and making sure that, you know, you're paying attention to growing in current practice in addition to um, adding these new uh, locations and physicians? You know, my team um, really focuses a lot on, we, we actually first sell Texas Back Institute. Um, we, generally speaking, don't sell independent physicians or independent locations um, unless 
it's warranted at that time. So, for example, if I have a team member who is doing sales calls in Rockwall, clearly she's going to be selling our Rockwall clinic. But generally speaking, everyone on the team, whether it's the sales team or the marketing team, is promoting Texas Back Institute. And I I think that really helps a lot. Now, um, obviously, when we're onboarding or um, there may be other reasons that we are specifically promoting surgeons um, and individually promoting surgeons. And when we do that, it's more about the relationship building. So it's very different than when we are selling for Texas Back. When we're trying to promote relationship, we typically try to promote a one-on-one relationship. And so we're very careful about making sure that, for example, we're not interfering with other relationships that are held at Texas Back. Or we're making sure that we are um, promoting a relationship that's really going to be helpful to our doctors, that kind of thing. So um, so I would say that we, first of all, uh, sell Texas Back, and then secondarily we sell the physicians individually um, and only really sell locations whenever it's a, you know, whenever it's warranted. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for clarifying. Um, Now, before we wrap up our conversation today, what are you most excited about and what makes you nervous? Um, There are so many things I'm excited about. Um, I love digital marketing, and it is just constantly changing. So I'm very excited about the way that we're able now to use uh, data and reach our audiences in different ways. I really like the idea that we can serve information that they need, and and we can serve it to them in, frankly, in kind of fun ways now. Uh, It doesn't always have to be something that is strictly... Um, professional, if you will. Um, As someone who is a relationship builder, I'm very relationship driven. Our entire sales and marketing plan is kind of relationship driven. And um, we're able to bring that element into our marketing now. Um, One of the things that I really enjoy about that is that we're able to show the personalities of our providers. And so I always tell the doctors whenever we're taking a photo, when we're taking a video, whatever it is that we're doing, we like to pull out some element of their personality so that people can connect with them and in some way uh, feel like, you know, they have some kind of knowledge of who that person is and who it is they're going to be going to see. So really excited about all of that. Um, Fear? I think the only thing that I would be concerned about We do get a little concerned about the patient's ability to have a voice on things that we can't respond to um, because of HIPAA. And so very oftentimes the patient has a misunderstanding or a miscommunication that has happened. And so um, sometimes they can uh, go on the Internet and they can do things or say things that um, express their feelings. And, you know, we don't have a chance to remedy that. So that can be difficult. Absolutely. Yeah, I I know there's just a lot of uh, different aspects of, um, as you said, you know, having some of those uh, opinions out there or or thoughts that it can be challenging for the physicians in the practice. But, um, you know, glad to hear that you're able to kind of move forward with some of the digital marketing things that you mentioned and described and um, build relationships as uh, it makes sense in terms of the physicians and the patients, the community at large. Right. 
Cheryl, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. I think this has been a really fantastic discussion and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you. You too.